Welcome to Money MD, where the money doctors are in the house. We're giving out prescriptions for better financial health and making smart decisions with your money. We give common sense solutions to your complex problems. And now, here are the doctors. Welcome back to Money MD. John, we have an amazing show lined up here today. You know, we're going to start off talking about how to derail your retirement train. What kind of what kind of show is this? <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're telling you the, thing, the things you're supposed to avoid here. But oh, yes, okay. you can derail. We see this often. People derail their retirement train. You don't want to do that. Don't put a derailer on in front of your train. Yeah. And we're going to tell you how to avoid that. So It's like 10 items. They, yeah, it's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. <laughs> things you can do. We've, We've seen them all. No doubt. No doubt. And we're going to follow that up with a discussion on uh, some good buys at a at a dollar, like a Dollar Tree store. Or, you know, there's a lot of these stores out there that have cheap items. And I'll tell you one thing not to buy. What's that? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. It's it's not, yeah, don't it's, don't go cheap on it's toilet not, paper. It's not worth it. But, but, uh, hey, but I, I bought those tools before, you know. Those yeah. are handy, you know, to put like in your kitchen drawer yeah. I and mean, pliers and stuff. I mean, you can't beat some of the there, deals at Dollar Store. There's some good good deals, so we're going to go through that list. Yeah, that, that will be good, no doubt. By the way, I am Steve Marbert. I'm a certified financial planner and a Dave Ramsey Smart Vester Pro with over 23 years' experience of providing financial planning and investment advice. And I'm John Travis, also a Dave Ramsey Smart Vester Pro. I have uh, about 25 years in helping corporations and individuals with planning. I have an MBA in finance, and um, we're happy to be here today. We are very happy to be here, and we're excited to have you listening to us as well on our weekly show. Our podcasts are up every Friday afternoon. Yeah, check out our website, Money md.net you can uh, get the podcast link on on the website you can also uh, go check out the videos we have a lot of um, educational topics that we've recorded over the last year or so and um, some other tools as well facebook page we've got a twitter handle so we're uh, we're out there we're all over the place you can also reach us by email we'd love to hear from you you can email us at info at moneymd.net or you can link to us right off our website moneymd.net well, John, we're going to start off here with the financial fact of the week. Yeah, this is going to go back in time a little bit, Steve, but this is a good lesson. Back in uh, 1987, actually on the 19th of um, October, which is okay. um, right today, Friday, um, you know, um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a historical day because it's been 31 years since um, the uh, S&P 500 dropped over 20% in one day. Ouch. That was a big day. You know, most people don't have a concept of what that is. I mean, you think of where the Dow is today, that would be like 5,000 points. Can you imagine? You know, people, we had like a 500-day, you know, drop day, or not drop day, I guess it was a gain day yesterday in the Dow. But can you imagine 5,000 points? I mean, that would be... Holy smokes, man. I mean, we would be, our phone would be ringing off the hook. Yeah, you think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that, but you know what is interesting, though, is that that year the um, SP 500 actually gained 5%. And I think that's a great point because, I mean, yeah, that just shows how fast the market can move. Even though it lost 20%, it, it evidently gained most of that back by the end of the year. That's right. So, um, you know, there, there's going to be volatility in the markets. We've seen that recently. It's part of the markets. you got to stay invested. Focus on your plan. You know, if you're putting money in and the market drops, it's okay. You're buying more shares. Exactly. But markets are very volatile. That's what markets do. That's why you got to be diversified. you got to have a long-term plan, not a short-term plan. You can't speculate on the market. Nobody knows what it's going to do next week or next month. 
So you, you got to be diversified and plan for the long term, at least, you know, four or five years out with the stock market, with your investments that are in stocks. So that's a great fact of the week, though. I love that. All right. And that leads us up here to our first topic, and that is how to derail your retirement train. Hmm. Not something you want to do. No, you want to do the opposite of what we're about to tell you. <laughs> exactly. But we're gonna, that's why we're, we're alerting you to the problems you can run into. And this is based on an article out of Wikipedia. Very recently, Jim uh, Probasco uh, wrote this. And so it's based on that. But, um, you know, John, according to the Federal Reserve, less than 40% of non-retired adults believe that their retirement is savings is on track. For retirement, um, that that's not that's not a big number, and but that means the remaining sixty percent are not on track, and you know they likely didn't set out to to wreck their retirement, but unfortunately, it's all too easy too easy to do. You know, you can make wrong moves along the way, and you can derail your retirement train. And you know, whenever we go through this list here, I can say I've seen. Half of these probably just the last few months mm-hmm. from meeting with people and talking to people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, these happen a lot. So if you want to stay on your retirement journey, you need to avoid these 10 financial disasters. There's actually 11. I was trying to make it, you know, round it up here, but <laughs> round it down here. But uh, yeah, so the first one, we're going to jump right into this. The first one is to quit your job early and often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's hard to believe, but the average worker changes jobs about a dozen times during their career. That is a lot. And, uh, you know, most of them, they don't don't realize it. But without, um, you know, what they do is they're leaving money on the table in the form of employer contributions, their 401k plan, their profit sharing plan, or their stock options. Um, And it all has to do with vesting because... When you have um, a retirement plan, usually you don't have full ownership of the employer match until you've been employed for at least like three to five years. Um, oftentimes, it's a five-year vested schedule. And so if you leave less than five years, you're going to leave that money on the table. You're not going to get it. So you need to consider that whenever you change jobs. You need to try to stay for at least three years to get the majority of it. <clears throat> but, you know, eventually it's best to settle into a job long term. And, um, you know, because it always costs when you when you change jobs, you it costs you money by leaving your 401k. Then there's gaps in your in your your employment. There's gaps in your contributions. It costs money to move. There's a lot involved in moving and changing jobs. So don't take that lightly. That's one of the big mistakes. Yeah. Another way to uh, wreck your retirement, Steve, is to spend now. Right. Yeah. That's save later. You got plenty of time before retirement. That's what people think. You that's know? right. And usually they don't hit until they get their forties. They don't really hit that panic mode where they're like, "Oh, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe I do need to put retirement above, you know, vacations." Yeah, absolutely. And you know, thanks to compounding interest, every dollar you save now will continue growing until you retire. And there's no better friend than compound interest than than time. And that's what you need to for that to work is time. The longer your money accumulates, the better. Um, examples of spending now, save later, include maybe remodeling or adding on to your home um, that you're only going to be in for a couple of years, maybe financially supporting uh, adult children. Um, you know, maybe it's taking, you know, very expensive vacations and not saving that back. So cut back on expenses and prioritize your saving, you know, 
most of us uh, in the financial field recommend 10%, 15% would be a, a more reasonable target to go into retirement savings over in your working life. So if you're spending now and you're not saving, there may not be a later for retirement. Yeah, that's absolutely right. It's all about the attitude, you know, and you got to have the attitude of saving first. So that that's a good one. Another one here is having no financial plan. Okay, this is kind of the big picture thing. We talk about this all the time. But to avoid sabotaging your retirement and running out of money, you have to create a plan that considers your expected lifespan, your retirement age, your retirement location, your health, your lifestyle that you want to lead before you decide on how much to set aside. You know, so you have to have a plan and it needs to be written down. You need to update your plan on a on a regular basis as your needs and your lifestyle change. Um, so you probably need the the advice or help of a planner, financial planner, to ensure that you you have a plan that makes sense for you. But you got to have a plan. It needs to be written. It needs to take a lot of things into consideration, like rates of return and inflation, and you know all those things that go into your financial picture. So don't forget the plan. The next one here on the list is to skip your company's four hundred one k plan. Just skip it all together, John. Yeah, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, your company offers a 401k plan. Um, yeah, I mean, if you don't sign up for it and you don't maximize the amount you're contributing to your plan at a very early age and get that entire match, you're going to wreck your retirement train. And I just talked to somebody this morning that wasn't getting their entire match. I mean, we see that all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh, no, I'm paying off debt first and well, that's great, but you got to do both. You can't give up the free money, and that's what your match is. So if there's no 401k plan, you know, take out a traditional or a Roth IRA, but realize you still have to save more money because you're not getting a match in those funds. So you're going to have to save a lot if you're doing it yourself in a traditional in a, or a Roth IRA. But you want to make sure you take advantage of an IRA, a 401k plan if there is one. Another way to uh, wreck your retirement is uh, invest unwisely. I mean, whether it's in your retirement plan or some type of IRA, you got to make smart investment decisions. Um, some people do prefer uh, you know, self-directed IRA because it gives them more investing options. And that's not bad, but you got to make sure you're not risking it on investing in you know, the next hot tip or the hot you know, stock like Bitcoin. And there's a lot of other, you know, really risky options out there as well. So be careful with uh, investing unwisely. It can wreck it. Absolutely. And for most people, you know, a self-directed investing involves kind of a steep learning curve. So it's very helpful to get the advice of a of a trusted advisor. Um, you know, there's lots of things you can you can mess up on here. Paying high fees um, for poorly performing actively managed funds is another unwise investing move. Um, for most people, the better option is to use low-cost exchange-traded funds or index funds or pure asset class funds like we use, John. Um, but your 401k sponsor is required to send you an annual disclosure outlining the fees and the impact those fees have on your return. So be sure to read that. But, you know, when I think back over this, the the biggest move that I've seen <clears throat> that can kill your retirement when it comes to investing is speculating on bad markets and getting out of the market and sitting on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. We we see that all the times. And if you miss the great days, the great weeks, and the great months in the stock market, you are dead. I mean, markets move fast. You cannot afford to be caught on the sidelines in a good market. I mean, that's just a fact. 
That's good. Yeah. All right. So next one here, though, is never rebalancing your portfolio. You have to rebalance your portfolio to keep you at the right risk level. Um, so you want to do that quarterly or every six months or annually to maintain the right asset mix that you want due to changing market conditions and as you approach retirement. So you want to make sure that you go in and you sell a little bit of what's high, buy a little bit of what's low, get you back to on target for the right allocation. And the closer you are to retirement, the more you're likely going to want to scale back your exposure to stocks while increasing the percentage of fixed income and bonds in your portfolio. Yeah, another way to to derail the retirement is is overpaying on your taxes and you know this is kind of tricky, you know, you got to look into retirement and try to do some estimates on your income and what your tax brackets are going to be and that can drive whether you're saving a in a Roth today or maybe you save in in a traditional IRA to to save on taxes. So you have to do some projections. Certainly taking a loan from your regular 401k could result in double taxation on the borrowed funds because you're having to put money back in there with after-tax dollars um, uh, and your withdrawals in retirement will also be taxed. So taking out loans from 401ks is strongly discouraged. Absolutely. But what's worse than taking out loans, John, is to cash out your 401k. That is a disaster. Don't cash out your 401k. Yeah, I mean, if you cash out all or part of your 401k before your age 59 and a half, your plan sponsor, they're going to withhold 20% for taxes and penalties right off the top, but you're probably going to owe more than that because you're going to owe regular income tax plus a 10% penalty plus state income taxes. You know, you're going to lose all the future earnings on the entire plan since most people will never, ever catch back up. If you cash it out, you won't catch back up. I can almost guarantee you. So, you know, if you leave less than $5,000 in the plan when you're changing jobs, they're going to probably move that to an IRA for you. They can do that automatically. Um, That can result in high fees and lower the balance of your future savings. So if you take money out and you roll it over to another qualified plan, you have 60 days to do that before the taxes and penalties kick in. So request a direct rollover when you're moving money out of an old plan but don't cash it out. Never, ever cash out your 401k plan before retirement, period. That is a huge mistake, and it will certainly derail your retirement train. Um, okay, next is driving up your debt. Um, you know, how many times do we talk about debt on this show, John? I mean, that is a huge mistake. So if you're driving up debt ahead of retirement, that could have disastrous effects on your retirement so you got to have an emergency fund to avoid the last-minute debt or drawing down your retirement savings. You know, pay off or at least pay down debt before you retire. The idea is you want to retire debt-free and have everything paid off, including your house. Um, but, you know, experts caution you against never not stopping your savings for retirement just to pay off debt. You have to do both. You have to be able to walk and chew gum when you're talking about retirement. That includes paying off debt and saving for retirement, amortize your house, have all your debts totally paid off before retirement. That's the way you avoid derailing your retirement train. Yeah, another uh, big risk, Steve, is um, you know your health. I mean, so don't worry about your health if you want to derail your retirement. And according to Fidelity, the average couple spends about $280,000 on health care and retirement, and that's not including long-term care. So try to stay healthy to, to lower that figure. And keep in mind that Medicare does cover you know, some health care, but it's only about 80% of 
you know, retirement health care costs. So, you know, looking to purchase supplemental insurance or be prepared to pay the difference out of pocket. So health, you know, in retirement is a big deal. It is. You got to have a plan for that. And um, the next one here to derail, the last one here is to file for your Social Security ASAP. Um, yeah, early as possible. The longer you wait to file Social Security, the higher your benefit will be up to age 70. You can file as early as 62, but, you know, for retirement occurs 66 to 67 for most people. So if you're going to get full Social Security, you got to wait till 67 for most people today and depending on your birth year. And it's often best to wait till age 70 so you can get the maximum benefits if you don't need the income now. So it's a very individual decision. You know, it depends on your spouse and how they are and what their Social Security looks like and whether you need the income or not. But you want to delay Social Security as reasonable as long as practical because it does go up 7 to 8% per year every year delay. And that can really help you later on in retirement. So don't file early just because you can. So uh, that's the last one here. But the bottom line is no matter where you are on the retirement um, continuum, you, you have to likely, you have likely made some mistakes along the way. You want to avoid these big mistakes that can derail your retirement. So if you don't save enough, you know, try to start saving more now. Take on a part-time job. Put that money in your retirement plan immediately. Dedicate any raises or bonuses you have to your investment fund, your retirement fund. In addition, you know, avoid these problem areas and get advice from a trusted advisor to help you stay on track and to help you avoid these huge potholes that can derail your retirement train. Okay, and that leads us up here to our question of the week. Yeah, this question has to do with investing, and uh, the question is, uh, I'm in my early 40s, investing 15% of my income in the stock market, so that's a great number. Uh, that's what we like to, yeah. to target. But the question is, is should, I, should I stop investing and be more conservative until the markets start going up again? And the answer is, well, no. No. <clears throat> no. We don't know when the markets are going to go up. You've got 20-plus years before you retire, more than likely. So, no, I mean, when the markets go down, it's okay to, to be putting money in there and buying you know, your, your mutual funds. Hopefully, that's what you're invested in, and um, you it's can a, buy more shares. It's a better time to invest. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a great time to build wealth. Yeah, I mean, when markets go down, I mean, there's markets on sale. We have a sale. It's a, it's a midnight madness sale in the stock right. market. <laughs> I mean, why would you miss that? You know, when you put all you can in when the market's down. Because eventually, history shows time and again, markets will go back up. They always so, have. And as long as you're diversified, we can't tell when it's going to go up, but it always, 100% of the time, has gone up. 100% now, of the time, and it's gone up. Historically, for, we can't, you know, can't predict the future. 200 years of stock markets. So, yeah, yeah I mean, you, you want to invest all you can when markets are down, but don't stop just because markets go up and down. That's what markets do. Markets are you know, volatile. That's the history of the stock market. That's why you diversify. But that's so, why you make you know more return, right, versus cash, because exactly. taking a little bit more risk. Exactly. So anyway, great question of the week, and that leads us up here to our next topic. Yeah, $15 store buys worth your dollar. Yeah, my kids love dollar <laughs> stores, you know? I mean, they'll go in there, and they can find things that you know, uh, are a lot cheaper, and apparently the quality is good enough for them. So, you know, it just depends on what you're looking for as to what kind of quality you need. Obviously, you don't want to buy 
some things in the dollar store because yeah. they're only going to be worth what you can That's make right. for a dollar. It's easy to go in there and walk out with 40 bucks worth of junk, but there's some good stuff here. I'm just going to dive right into it. Greeting cards That's is a something deal. they recommend. Yeah. yeah, I mean, forget roaming the aisles at another store trying to find that perfect sarcastic card You know, for a family member. You know, at the dollar store, you know, simple is the name of the game. Just pick up a few uh, staple cards, and you can even get a blank one, right? That um, you know is is uh, yeah. inexpensive, and you write a little message in there. So, uh, cost comparison. Sometimes you can get two cards for the price at one at the dollar store, and everywhere else, I mean, you know, it's going to be. The average is between two and four bucks. I think most of them I see are like, you know, four. Oh, I mean, some of them are five, six now, John. I mean, it is crazy what, you know, greeting cards cost, particularly if you get a nice one, you know, a Hallmark greeting card or something. It's a piece of paper. It's a throwaway item. So that's the perfect thing to get at a dollar store. I I love that. (laughs) You know, it's the message that makes a difference. That's right. Not the card. (laughs) So you got to just take some thought and write a nice message in there. So, and that's what makes you keep a card. I only keep cards where my kids or somebody write just a wonderful message, mm-hmm. and then I'll keep it forever. But you give me a card and just sign your name. It's out. It's going in the trash. All right, y'all remember that. You know, Family I, members listening out there. Exactly. <laughs> so, there you go. Number two here is stickers and activity coloring books. Um, you know, there are some days when you need a distraction for your kids, and and you just want them not to make noise, right? And so that's where the dollar store comes in. Besides taking them to the dollar store and then they look around for hours, <laughs> yeah. right? You'll never get them out of there. But unfortunately, they're going to have 50 things they want to buy. Um, but you fill those fidgety little fingers with activity books and sticker sheets. And you watch the little ones. They stay occupied for at least 15 minutes, John. Well, maybe 30 if they're a girl, but uh, but then you got to have to pull out the videos. Yeah, right. But, you know, it's inexpensive, so. It's an exp- a dollar. Hey, it's worth it, you know. So, yeah, you can buy some good kid stuff in the dollar store. Yeah, another one here is reading glasses. Uh, we do this. I mean, a uh, buck a piece. There's no excuse for, for misplacing your specs. You know, give yourself a break from... Uh, you know, co- you know, combing the uh, house top to bottom, trying to find your your expensive pair. I mean, we we buy these glasses and we have them all over the house now, just because. Yeah, you know, you're I remember where it's you're at a place that you want to sit down and read. And uh, cost comparison. I mean, you go to Walmart and it can be eight bucks. Um, you know, online seven dollars. Obviously, if you go to a optometrist, it's going to be hundreds of dollars potentially. So oh, yeah, um, we you yeah. know they're they're throwaway. They're not they're not great glasses, but they work. Sure, you. Know, I mean, you want a pair in your car and a pair everywhere. When you get to be our age, John, yeah, not not right. dating you, but yeah, uh, right. yeah, reading glasses. I'm using them, no doubt. Reading glasses become a necessity, particularly if I have my contacts in. You know, I could pull contacts out and get away with it. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, buck, buck a pair. You can't beat that. And when you need reading glasses, you need them everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're not going to be carrying them around with you. You know, twenty four seven. So. That's a great item. Next year on the list is cleaning supplies. Um, yeah, those name brand household cleaners, you know, they aren't limited to the mega retailers. So scan your local dollar store shelves for the trusted names and maybe, you know, give the generic brand a trial. But <clears throat> but while you're disinfecting, stock up on dish towels, distilled vinegar, spray bottles, new scrub brushes for your dishes, toilets, tubs. All that stuff's a buck a piece, and you go to the regular store for that. I mean, you go to Kroger. A couple bucks. Man, it's an arm and a leg. They kill you on that stuff. I mean, everybody has their preference of what they want to buy, right? But, you you know, you know it's going to be three bucks at minimum. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. at a regular store. So, hey, I mean, just stock up on that stuff. I'm having Kathy get 409 all the time. You yeah. Know? Stuff's yeah. expensive. I love that stuff, though. But, yeah, if it just came with a cleaner, though, if you could get somebody to do the cleaning for, <laughs> yeah. a, dollar, for a dollar, that, yeah. would, be, that would be great. It doesn't work that way. But, uh, you know, another item, I'm going to cover a couple here because, um, you know, we've got, we've got 15 total travel size items. If you travel a lot, I mean – Going on a Jared airplane, I think it's three and a half ounces they limit it to. So they yeah. have they have a lot of good uh, good you know um, travel items size, that you yeah. can you can go and get pretty cheaply. Table centerpieces, um, you know, wedding reception, family reunion, you know, there's candles and vases and so forth that are pretty pretty inexpensive. Party supplies, uh, you know, discounts on uh, balloons and you know people that do party planner. You know, there's just a lot of stuff, and they're reasonably um, good good quality, but they're inexpensive. Absolutely, another one is storage containers, John. Yeah, I mean a plastic bin is a plastic bin, right? Um, but so why spend ten dollars on one from you know Home Depot or Walmart whenever you're you know, bulky sweaters, whatever they could end up, you know, in, in a dollar container for just as good. So you're just going to stick it in the attic or in the closet. So forget about all the, you know, all the expensive ones at their regular store. You can grab those toys lining the floor in your playroom. You can have plenty of storage bins. Just go to the, to the dollar store and pick it up and, you know, fill all your stuff and get organized. Yeah, picture frames, uh, inexpensive baby items. Um, there's a lot of things, bibs, washcloths, socks. Um, those are reasonably, you know, good quality as well. Yeah, absolutely. Books, you know, hey, I mean, as long as it reads, right? <laughs> and, you know, browse the book section, you might be pleasantly surprised. There are, there are plenty of children's books to pick up, um, plus notable hardcover bestsellers that are sure to impress every bookworm. So, um, yeah, I've never been in the book section there, but hmm. that's, yeah, that's interesting. How about that? Yeah, but, I mean, for a dollar a pop, I mean, you can't beat that. Bathroom items, we talked about, you know, stay away from the toilet paper, but trash cans, bath mats, curtains, liners, uh, toothbrush holders, and so forth, a lot, of, a lot of things you can pick up there. Seasonal decor, you know, coming up on uh, Halloween, but you got – you know, Christmas and Easter and Valentine's and so forth. So just a lot of inexpensive items that you can kind of spruce up your house or office or whatever. Yeah. And then there's drinkware and, and glassware, John. I mean, you know, so you didn't get the crystal that you were hoping for from your, when you registered, when you got married, <laughs> well, you can get the dollar store stuff instead. That's quite the constellation, constellation prize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Works for me, but it probably won't work for your wife. I was wife. about to say, the guys would be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. But, I mean, honestly, though, you know, when you have kids in the house, I mean, you're going to be breaking glasses all the time for your everyday stuff. How about just go to the dollar store and just buy a bunch of glasses, you know? I mean, it's, I mean, if you go to Target, it's $13 for a set of six drinking glasses, very simple drinking glasses. So, I mean, that sounds like a good deal, but it's half that if you go to the dollar store. So just yeah. do it at the dollar store. Yeah, name brand items. I mean, sports drinks, cake mix, dish soap. I haven't really done a lot of shopping. Uh, I know there's a dollar tree, I think, that just opened up around the corner. I may just go browse a little bit. It's been yeah. a while since I've been into a dollar dollar tree store. Uh, yeah, they're popping my, up everywhere, though. Well, my kids used to always drag me in the dollar store at the mall. You know, they love that place. Mm. and. Of course, I would always go to the little tool section, and, you know, they had some pretty good stuff over there. You know, I'd pick up some really cheap pliers and stuff to 
put it in my drawer, you know, in my, my kitchen. And it's not something I'd go work on my car with. Yeah. But it's really good for just, you know, yeah, doing stuff around, tinkering stuff around the house. So, yeah, the dollar store, it's a good place to save a lot of money. I like it. All right. And that leads us up here to our last item. And that is the prescription of the week. You know, I was in uh, Walmart um, this week and, um, you know, they have Christmas stuff up already. Well, it's not Thanksgiving yet. How can I know? Be? I know, but they're starting to let us know that Christmas is in wow. two months. Wow, they love Christmas because that's when you buy stuff. That's right, and in so, preparation. So, but here's the prescription: is is plan now on what you're going to buy for Christmas and pay for it now. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's getting to be that time of year. You know, I mean, where you can find some deals, and you don't want to wait till you know December. To start looking for those deals. You want to spread it out, but more importantly, you want to spread it out in your budget too, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to be paying for all of it in January um, and just wreck your January, wreck your budget for 2019. But let's do it on time and spread it out, put some thought into it, get some great deals and make a list. and Check it you twice. Know, check it twice. And, you know, we'll we'll do a segment on... Christmas gifts, I'm mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm. because, you know, we, we normally do. And, you know, if you put thought into it, you can save a ton of money or you can wreck your budget. That's right. So you, you got to put some thought into so it. So just make sure that the 2018 Christmas doesn't turn into a 2019 event. That's <laughs> right. right. Just keep, keep <clears throat> it like in this it. year. I like it. Good prescription of the week. Okay. And that brings us to a close for this week's edition of Money MD. Be tuned in next week to hear more prescriptions for your financial health. Check us out on our website, moneymd.net. Email us your questions at info at moneymd.net. Or give us a call at Richard Young Associates at 706-739-0725. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of the week. Have a good one. This program contains general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. This broadcast is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. SmartVestor Pro is not connected to investment returns. Further information is available by contacting Richard Young Associates, a registered investment advisor. 